The first agency is that you can choose the life that you want. That is power be to you. You can do that. And the second is the agency to shape the world beyond that. Through the unique life path that you lead, you also have the ability and the power to change the world and shape the world. Welcome to Learning Unboxed, a conversation about teaching, learning, and the future of work. I'm your host and chief goddess of the Past Foundation, Annalise Corbin. We know the current model for education is obsolete. It was designed to create fleets of assembly line workers, not the thinkers and problem solvers needed today. We've seen the innovations that are possible within education, and it's our goal to leave the box behind and reimagine what education can look like in your own backyard. Welcome to today's episode of Learning Unboxed. As always, I'm excited to talk with another great innovator in the transformative education space. And today we are going to be talking about Inspire High in Japan as a positive disruptor and how we think about the concept of what is school and why does it matter. And joining us today is Ian uh, Shimizu, uh, who is the navigator at Inspire High. So Ian, welcome to Learning Unboxed. Yeah, super happy to be here. It's uh, it's great to be on the interviewed side because usually I'm the interviewing <laughs> side as the navigator. So I'm very excited for this. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, no, we're thrilled to have you. And so let's set just a little bit of context for our listeners as we get started. So Inspire mm-hmm. High is an ed tech program that connects teenagers to the world's most creative minds. And I love yep. that sort of element. Um, and the guides from various fields share their passion, their projects and challenges and visions in an interactive mm-hmm. participatory session that invites members to share their thoughts and exchange feedback. I yes. love the connected pieces of all of this. Yeah, for sure. Connection is super important to us because the backdrop of Inspire High is, of course, our thoughts about education and our criticism of current education uh, and how disconnected it is. It's very disconnected from you know, the real life in terms of careers. Um, You're sitting in your classroom and you don't really know how your biology class is relevant to anything that's happening in your future or will happen in your future. So it's disconnected in that sense. On On the other hand, we also believe that there could be further connection facilitated between students across the borders of a single school. As a student who went to a certain St. Mary's International School in Japan, I never knew what the students who were from the American school in Japan, just two hours away from me, were thinking at all. Um, so Inspire High is very much about connection, which is where the different elements that you just mentioned about the service come into play. Uh, but yeah, connection is an extremely important part of uh, what we do. Yeah, absolutely. And I have had the opportunity to kind of dig in a little bit and see the um, Inspire High program and some of the elements um, running. And it's truly, truly fascinating to me. And so, Ian, sort of share with us sort of a high level. You know, we, we, sort, we sort of did the marketing pitch about what Inspire High is. But, but why? Because you've been involved with this essentially from the beginning, as I understand it. So what's what's the genesis, or I guess even more important, the why? Why did you feel like this was needed, and why now? Yeah, awesome. So I was the third person to be involved at Inspire High. The why, in a nutshell, is, you know, there's so many different whys um, that coexist within Inspire High, but I think the overarching one is again, it comes to the 
disconnected element. And maybe I can share a little bit more about a personal story. But I remember very distinctly and clearly being in high school or middle school in my math class or in my English class learning Russian literature as part of my IB curriculum and honestly just not being able to help but wonder, what am I doing? Uh-huh. What does this <laughs> and, have to do with me right now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and you have an assortment of these um, classes and they're, they're each valuable in their different ways, of course. Um, but what it wasn't doing effectively was helping me understand what sort of life choices I have, um, what was extremely unclear to me as a high school IB student struggling to stay awake, analyzing Miss Julia in as a part of, you know, Russian literature in, in high school was, you know, what are the, what are the life options outside of school? What does it actually mean to go out there, be a part of the real world and, and live as a human um, on my own two feet? There was this just insane rift between what we're being taught and how life is actually lived. So Inspire High tries to bridge that gap. And the way we do that is by exposing students to life stories of inspiring individuals who who we call guides. And these are people who possess wonderful creative minds. And we, we offer a range of exposure to different guides from a Maasai elder uh, in Kenya to the digital minister of Taiwan, uh, who is a big proponent of open democracy and digitalizing government agencies and so on. And these are just for to be really clear with our listeners. These are these are not fictional characters that have been created by Inspire High to sort of tell these stories. These are these are real people out there in the world living these lives and these stories and these these experiences, the knowledge that they have to share. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so these are yeah. real, real world life stories, real people, mm-hmm. real challenges, real success stories, real ongoing challenges with real messages um, mm-hmm. for the youth. Yeah. Yeah. And I that was one of the things that I was really intrigued by when you sort of take a look at the sort of collection, if you will, of these these um, these stories or experiences that students who go through the program can sort of be exposed to, I guess is the best way to put it. But it's more than that, because that's the thing that I loved about it so much, because, you know, my little taste of the way that it worked, it felt like as the participant that you were actually Mm -hmm. engaging in a real discourse and you, you were learning from and sharing with each other. And yeah, so I think one of the things that would be super awesome, Ian, is if you could sort of share with our listeners at a high level sort of what, what a student does when they enter into the to the platform. And then because the meat is what the students then do with the experience. Yeah, absolutely. So Inspire High is currently um, because it is has been created to meet the Japanese market. It's mm-hmm. um, a 50 minute curriculum that can be fitted into any classroom. And in the beginning, there's an introductory video that introduces the guide. And I'm actually, I actually, that's when I appear in front of these classrooms dressed Mm -hmm. up in this Inspire High outfit saying, welcome to Inspire (laughs) High. So that's really the position that I hold. 
And then um, we ask a few questions to warm the students up and facilitate a bit of openness within the students to share their thoughts. And these are simple quiz questions of, you know, A or B or yes or no. And then we quickly go into the guide video. And there's a total of anywhere between five to 15 minutes of guide content, which are snippets of interviews uh, or, or conversations we've had pre-recorded with the guide. And the students are given time to reflect on the conversation that is being had with the guide. Uh, but the largest portions where the students are invited to participate is after the bulk of the videos or the video portion has been viewed, we provide a prompt to the student where we invite them to submit a post, an output, as we call it. And the questions vary, but are always somehow related to uh, the topic of the conversation that we're having with the guide. So, for example, we were once uh, we once invited, or, or one of the sessions is with a very famous marketing specialist in Japan, and an output for that to facilitate uh, self understanding in a fun way was. What is your catchphrase? If you were to give yourself a catchphrase and give yourself also three to five hashtags, what would it be? And they would submit that. And then um, that would be uploaded onto um, the Inspire High sort of universe. And then you can view the output of not just the other students in your classroom, but you can view the outputs of all the students in all the classrooms around Japan and in the future around the world that have submitted their answer to this question, which is the other side of the connected piece and the other side of the disconnected piece that I spoke about, which is that we're not connected to students in other schools. And so Inspire High is allowing, through the Inspire High platform, for students to see what other peers around their age are also thinking or also giving, or, or in this case, the, 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 the millions of different catch copies that other students have given themselves. And then they, are ha they have an opportunity to provide feedback or comments uh, to that. So it's sort of, you know, we're all used to uh, Instagram with posts and comments. So that part is very much like that, but it's all centered around a specific prompt and everybody's invited to engage with each other and through the prompt that we provide. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so much fun. And I did get to see um, some of those output pieces. And, you know, it was really, really clear to me that the students, the students really loved that opportunity to, to engage in the content because they found the content interesting. Obviously, there was this relevance um, to it. And you could, you could tell that by the way the students were responding, right? And you could also tell that they seemed to enjoy the opportunity to be able to see what other people were doing doing. So I love all of those elements. I'm super curious, and I would imagine that others are as well. How do you choose or how how are these how are these guides selected? I mean, uh, there's so many topics, and there's a diversity of topic that you, you have, and I know that you're collectively working on building more of, of this, but what's the mechanism that says we want the Maasai elder and we want the marketing specialist? What's the rationale here? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a great question. <laughs> and I wish our approach was extremely scientific, um, but it's <laughs> <laughs> those are the best. <laughs> yeah, the ones you know, that are not. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so I would say our approach is um, pseudo scientific. Like we try to be scientific <laughs> in the sense that, or, or I would say a different way to put this is that there's a quantitative element and a completely qualitative element on how we choose the guides. 
So the quantitative element is, you know, now that we have quite a number of um, sessions that the students and teachers are enjoying now in the schools, we can see which sessions have enjoyed the most views or which outputs have had the, the greatest responses or which sessions have had the highest degree of engagement. So we can look at these things and say, oh, these themes are very resonating with our, with our audience, um, with the students. Uh, so we definitely take that as extremely important feedback to understand, you know, what, what, was the, what was the special sauce in any one of those, you know, leadership leading programs, leading sessions that we can learn from. So we look at that. On the other side, there's a qualitative element where we're looking out to the world and thinking, you know, what's going on right now? There there are, for example, there are, there's AI. AI is really becoming a thing right now with these chatbots. Environment is still still an issue. Inflation around the world is an issue. Politics is is a topic that we're obviously talking about. War and peace is is a hot topic for, for various tragic reasons. So we look at what's going on in the world, and we do also think to ourselves, based on that, what what do we want to now be putting in the classrooms? So right now, a conversation around peace could be something that we we want to to bring into the classroom, um, because that's just such an important topic that students don't have enough opportunities to talk about. So 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 there's that qualitative element of what's going on, and what do we feel? What which conversations do we feel should be had in the classrooms right now? So we take that, which is very subjective and always different. And so that's a discussion piece. We have a program team and we're just always talking about it, um, sharing ideas. And then we take the quantitative elements and say, okay, like which, which one seems to have the best balance at the moment? Yeah. And based on the repository of content we have, which are the gaps that we're trying to fill? That's obviously a different way that we take. And then of course, you know, we take the quantitative element and the qualitative elements, but ultimately beyond that, it comes to a very much serendipitous element, which is, can we find the right people for this theme? Are the right people willing to talk to us? And oftentimes, like, you know, the barrier is the funding because uh, speaker fees for certain people are sometimes just astronomical. And we feel that we've found the right person. And, you know, we say this is our budget and they never respond to our emails again. Oh, no. (laughs) So, of course, there's these constraints as well. So Mm -hmm. um, there's the quantitative, qualitative, and then the serendipitous elements all put together, which ultimately combine to, uh, to, to, to select our guide. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's how it happens. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's super helpful. Just understanding the universe it is, how do we make Inspire High, right? All, the, yeah, all yeah. the content pieces. I'm also really super curious about the student experience or the student journey, right? You know, For one sure. of the, one of the topics that everybody in the world of education is fortunately, finally really spending some time and effort talking about is all around the notion of giving students or recognizing a especially high school students, but I mm-hmm. would argue we see in, in my experience, this is this is the full sort of scale and spectrum um, issue, mm-hmm. um, is all around giving students more autonomy and agency as it right. relates to the their, their journey ahead. And, you know, one of the things mm-hmm. that you led with was really this lack of relevance of understanding why we're studying Russian literature. What does that have <laughs> to do with me, Ian, you know, the high school kid at, at that time? time and what does that have to do with my future world and the reality is it may have a lot to do with your future world but it easily could not if you can never make the connections and oftentimes we're spoon feeding this 
information that we perceive is going to be super, super important or relevant, or it's mandated, depending on where you are in the world, what you have to teach. But it's not necessarily what kids need or what the mm-hmm. world has expectations of our citizens, our global citizens moving forward. And so how does that student choice, that autonomy and you know, that, that student growth piece in that space sort of fit into the way you think about this work? Because I know you think about this. Yeah, yeah. No, we think about it all the time. Again, like reflecting on my high school days and middle school days, I had no inkling of a clue how life was led after the education years. That was middle school, high school, and university. I, I didn't have any idea, not a single clue. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I suppose in, in a desperate attempt, but a, in, a, in, a, in a good attempt, of course, the school would have these career days. And, you know, that would be like one day of a year. Mm-hmm. And that would help me understand like, oh my God, like that guy's dad, like that classroom's like Pierre's dad. We didn't know he designed cars for Mercedes. Like that's really cool. Uh-huh. You know, like we have a day where, where we'd be exposed to these things and we'd all get excited. And then, you know, the next Monday you're back to school. It's back to the same thing. You have, you know, you're sort of back to the normal. And what that certainly didn't inspire me was a kind of agency, which was that I should feel empowered to live the life that I want. I should understand that I have the ability and freedom to choose which career path that I want to. Um, of course, that's, that's, um, that is not an option that is available for everybody. I recognize that there's a lot of privilege within the ability for me to uh, think that and even for Inspire High to wish that upon all people. But certainly what I didn't feel was that you know, I have the freedom and ability to choose whatever life that I life path that I that I want, at least in terms of dreaming big that I should be allowed to do that. And I should have the tools to be able to construct that dream. Because what school was not allowing me to do was to even dream that dream because I didn't I just did not know. I didn't know what sort of career paths are out there. I didn't know that a wildlife photographer was a career. I didn't know that uh, being a chef at a Michelin star restaurant was a career. I didn't know that being a digital minister for a country was a career. I didn't know that being an art photographer was a career or designing commercials was a for, for brands was a career. Oh, I didn't know any of these things. So the first agency is that you can choose the life that you want. That is power be to you. You can do that. And the second is the agency to shape the world beyond that through the unique life path that you lead you also have the ability and the power to change the world and shape the world. Of course, it's not you can change everything at the snap of a finger, but you have the power in you to shape the world outside of you. That the power dynamic here is not that the world shapes you or that you don't have the ability to change the world and you're simply a receiver in this formula, but that you are a creator and a giver and that you have that power and agency too. So it's those two things, uh, that you can change the world and that you can also determine your own life path. That that, that that's the two types of agencies that uh, we hope to, uh, or we hope to plant seeds within the students. No, I really love that, and I hear that frequently um, when you talk to to students. That you know, or you expose them to something that they've just never even um, considered or brushed up against, right, if you will. And the the whole idea that you 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 don't know what you don't know, right? And that's a, that's a very true space. And you know, so the ability to sort of um, show 
is, I guess, one of the things that I really love about the way the Inspire High works is just the exposure to a broad array of things that seem very disconnected. But the reality is they're all connected because they are of of, of our Earth, so to speak, right? It's our global ecosystem um, and the intertwinement of all the different ecosystems um, that that we inhabit. And so I, I really love that. I'm curious outside of the um, the assumed expectation that students love uh, the programming that's provided by Inspire High, obviously because it's ongoing. So, but what are you hearing from students? So, I mean, I know you've done a lot of research and you've got all these feedback mechanisms that you already talked about that are in place. What are students telling you about the things they, they want or the aspirations that they have that somehow Inspire High could be a key component of? Yeah, so we've heard a lot of awesome things. Um, what has fueled our journey thus far is the positive feedback we've gotten. Um, we are in turn inspired by the experiences that the students are uh, have have shared with us, and that keeps us going. Right, that keeps us. That's what allows us to get a, get get out of bed every morning and say, you know, we're going to go through another day of working hard on Inspire High. Um, some of those are, I think, what what. What is most magical for me is that <clears throat> after going through several Inspire High sessions, a lot of the students do feel this heightened sense of empowerment or agency. We've heard many episodes of students um, starting clubs outside of their school, for example. Uh, so we've had um, students who before Inspire High felt isolated within their schools for uh, what the world would regard as feminist views on the world, very important and, and, and factually true views, which were not necessarily, I wouldn't say discouraged, but simply not talked about within a single school. Through Inspire High, individuals discovered that there were others who felt those same things, who felt that there were certain things that were off about the way that society was structured. And they didn't really have an outlet to voice that previously. But uh, Inspire High has many sessions that are themed around this topic. And these students we have seen come together to create a student group outside to create a safe space to discuss these issues. And so, so that, that sort of thing is something we see relatively common within Inspire High uh, or th with students who have experienced Inspire High. We see an increase in engagement in the actual classroom content uh, outside of Inspire High. And, uh, and that's, and I think if you think about it, it's almost logical that that would happen because maths is extremely important and it would be even more important if you knew someday you wanted to be an astronaut and or if you wanted to become an astrophysicist. Suddenly the math class that you thought was the most boring thing or the most boring 45 minutes that you can ever go through suddenly is like, oh my God, like what I'm calculating is how I can actually fly a rocket someday. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. I, suddenly, I'm actually going to use this. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There are paths and lives where I would thank myself later for doing this now. In the absence of that, of that understanding of what this may lead to, <laughs> this is just drudgery. But on the other hand, if, if you knew that someday you wanted to fly a rocket, you have to do this. And suddenly you're like, I, I love this. Like I'm flying rockets someday. And so I think that that's what we're seeing in some of the students. They're through the real life connections they're establishing. 
or, or the, in fact, the catchphrase for Inspire High is expand your horizons. So it's Inspire High, expand your horizons. And when you expand your horizons and you understand that, oh, wow, so like beyond this horizon of school could be an astrophysicist, career as an astrophysicist, you know, the example that I just used, I think we're seeing something similar where once the exp- horizons have been expanding for our students, they go back to their school and say, wow, I see the relevance of my English class now or my Japanese class now or my society class now. And I'm loving it or my history class. All these things are suddenly relevant. So they feel more engaged. So that's something we see quite commonly uh, mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, maybe I'll pause there, but yeah, yeah those are some changes. I'm curious about the teacher perspective. Same question, right? I mean, so because I assume that there are, are numerous, well, I, I know from my, my conversations and digging sort of into the way the program works, that there are numerous different ways that this can be um, utilized in any given um, academic setting, right? So I could see it being, um, you know, very complementary to what an instructor or a teacher is doing in their coursework. But I could also see it being something that is plugged in that may be completely disconnected in some cases from what the topic of that particular course is, but it's a great opportunity to take a break and look at something differently. But I have no doubt that if, you know, high quality educators who could watch their students participate in this program and then sort of think to themselves, oh my gosh, you know, can I somehow make what my day-to-day instruction be more relevant somehow to these students? And so I'm really curious about the educator feedback based on what they're seeing or the response that they feel is coming from their students from participating? Where where does that sit? Yeah. So I think um, the demands placed on educators today is is unrealistic. It's Mm -hmm. essentially requiring them to be, you know, superhumans. Unicorns, human unicorns, right? (laughs) Incredible, versatile, like a chameleon, should be an expert in almost everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, take the SDGs, for example, um, sustainable development goals and the Mm -hmm. different environmental and social crises that are happening around the world. And there's 17 goals and supposedly the teachers are supposed to be able to um, facilitate education curriculums that surround these 17 goals and whatnot. But that's that requires them to know basically everything about the world. Right, right, <laughs> right. It does. Yeah. And, and, and it's simply impossible. And, and, and that's not even counting the hours that teachers have to spend grading tests, creating tests, you know, be, being a shoulder to cry in for the students sometimes or, or a motivator in the classroom, all the emotional labor that is associated to being a teacher, all the administrative labor, and then to somehow also be able to n- know everything about everything <laughs> is, is, is unrealistic. So what Inspire High, how it hopes to help the teachers is to say, well, here is a library, um, a curated library that you can look at. You don't have to be an expert in any of these themes, but here are guided conversations with uh, people who have spent their life thinking about this. And, you know, if you're a teacher who maybe feels somewhat unconfident about their ability to facilitate an active learning session within a classroom, you could just use it out of the package. You can use our session out of the package, just press play, and the whole experience is facilitated. If you're somebody who is very confident with their active facilitating participation from students, uh, you can use the video content in pieces here and there. And you can you know, take out a slice that you particularly enjoyed. You can even facilitate dialogue between the students instead of using the platform. Um, you know, you're free to use it in your own way as well, of course. And in fact, that 
that uh, constructing that pathway of how Inspire High content will be used within the classroom uh, should is on a trajectory to become increasingly more modular and flexible uh, to, to to meet the needs of the teacher in the specific classrooms. So yeah, so so we 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 provide a spectrum of ways that Inspire High can be used, but what we're what we're solving for the teachers is the need for them to know everything about everything, essentially, and and know exactly which experts uh, they should be leaning on to facilitate those conversations that all the teachers are aware should be happening. But you know, what 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 do we expect? So yeah, that's that's how we see our position there. What what are the teachers? What what is their feedback back to you? Yeah, sure. So um, it's uh, it's been. I'd say almost two years, maybe going to three, uh, since we've been in actual classrooms, maybe a little bit longer. And the, 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 the general feedback has been extremely positive. You know, whether it's topics of environment or feminism or leadership uh, and so on, again, you know, the teachers are very limited in their ability to facilitate productive conversations about these things. So they see the utility of Inspire High um, they see that this is offering an engaging, engaging way for students to participate in these conversations. And so we do these surveys of whether teachers would like to continue with Inspire High or not. And, you know, we usually see over 90% of the teachers saying that they do, uh, which is great. Um, at the same time, we're coming on our third year and we've been very laser focused on improving the current product that we have, um, Inspire High, for, uh, in its current format. And there are teachers here and there who are who are now wanting more, who are now wanting a different format of could we could we take the theme that the that the the the, the guide has touched upon and then turn this into like a three month program? Th- those are you know questions we receive. Or are there follow ups from the same guide around a similar question? You know we're getting these, um, and it's very exciting for us when we get that feedback. Um, so yeah, we're we're always constantly brainstorming how we can perhaps deepen the the journey for our students as well, because we currently provide broad breadth of content, and I think there is a thirst for depth as well. So we are wondering now, like whether. That's a role that we see ourselves fulfilling, or whether we see our superpowers providing just, you know, a, 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 an insane number of different, perhaps not so deep, um, but but exposure, which is also extremely important. So, yeah, we're actively uh, thinking about that. But yeah, that's those the, those are the feedbacks that we've been receiving from. The yeah, and that's all teachers. really really great great feedback and and you're right you know that somewhere along the line you have to figure out that balance piece between the things that people are asking for and the things that you have the resources or the or the 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 time to be able to actually design and develop and and to build i always like to um close the conversation ian recognizing that um you know our listeners come to us from all over the world and people are going to be listening to this and in hearing about the way this is crafted and and some of them are going to have the uh, the obvious um, opportunity to be able to reach out and say, hey, I would really like to bring Inspire High to my classroom, to my school. Um, but not everybody in the world is going to be able to um, to understand that this is all in Japanese, right? Um, and we're not quite there yet with, you know, massive global translation on that. But if you're imagining yourself, um, you know, or a teacher, for example, in Argentina or someplace in Africa that's listening 
listening to to this and says, I I too can do things like this. What would be one or two key takeaways from your experience, both on the, the student side um, and and on the educator side, in terms of the way that Inspire High has been crafted? Because the reality is, we can all tap into really amazing individuals in our own communities, and yet for a whole host of reasons, we often don't. So what would you tell those educators that are like, I love this and I understand I, I can't grab Inspire High, but there are elements of Inspire High I feel like I could in fact do myself. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Thanks for that question. I think when, we, when we're in education, when you're either a teacher or a student, um, but particularly starting from the teacher's perspective, there's this demanding list of things you have to, you have to go through. And there's a lot of pressure that arises from the need to go through that very long list. But I really want to encourage educators around the world to take a step back and realize just how much of a craving students have to connect with the real world. There's a craving for relevance. There's a craving for meaning. Uh, There's a craving for agency and power, uh, which unfortunately our current education system is not necessarily geared towards um, prioritizing. So I understand the pressure of that list, but if we can take our, you know, I suppose if we can put on an alternative hat for a moment and say, what is the critical thing that students need right now? And we can make an effort to facilitate those real life experiences, whether it's speaking to an inspiring individual or an elder who has had a unique career path, but filling in their horizons of what life looks like outside of education, I think that would be extremely meaningful. And that could even be a firefighter who's um, stationed across the block. Um, It could be anybody, but that has so much of an impact on the students then going back to their classrooms and realizing the relevance of what they're learning. So the impact will be felt beyond and above uh, that single conversation. So we definitely wanna encourage that everywhere. And in fact, I would even say that Inspire High is almost facilitating that. We are offering exposure to people outside of the everyday that, you know, you wouldn't be able to find across the block, perhaps. But what we're really trying to encourage the teachers to do is to say, you know, Inspire High is, is, is the door that opens this opportunity. But um, if you want to go to, if you want to take this deeper, like, please find people from your community. So, you know, no need to wait for Inspire High. I think Inspire High provides unique value in in the type of exposure we provide, but no need to wait for Inspire High to do that. And for the students, school is important, but the real life is really where everything is going to happen ultimately. So don't wait for the teacher to um, connect with people that you find interesting. You know, go out, send them an email, go out and write to them, go out, call them, DM their Twitter feed or whatever, Um, DM them on Twitter, speak to them, see what they're about, see how their school life is about, expand your horizons yourself, let curiosity guide you, power be with you, Uh, you can change the world and you have all the agency to to choose the life that you want to live. So yeah, those are the things that I would like to say. Yeah, I really appreciate that. And I think that the 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 beautiful thing in all of this um, is the fact that you kept using the word over and over again and um, about being connected. It kept coming up, right? And I think that that's really the um, the really sweet spot in in the conversation that we've had is about the 
connectedness of what we're learning and the real world and the experiences that we can have and the role that we can play in the future. Um, and so I love that very much. Um, Ian, thank you so much for taking time um, out of out of your work uh, to join us for this conversation today. I really, really enjoyed it. And I hope that even if you, um, Japanese is not your language, your primary language, um, go and, and Google Inspire High. Actually, the, the Google Translate tools that are out there do a, an actually a really pretty decent job, I think, of helping you to really sort of understand so you can see some of the visuals that are tied to this. It's a really, really powerful program and I think a, a tremendous number of lessons and opportunity for folks to bring elements of this work um, into your own classroom. So again, Ian, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much, Alice. This was so much fun. Thank yeah, you. I enjoyed it too. Thank you for joining us for Learning Unboxed, a conversation about teaching, learning, and the future of work. I want to thank my guests and encourage you all to be part of the conversation. Meet me on social media at Annalise Corbin and join me next time as we stand up, step back, and lean in to reimagine education.